All right, as a kid, I used to love when my parents would sit down and play a game with us or do any activity. And right here in our hands, we have the KiwiCo box, which is the activity of all activities for young kids. The colorful chemistry set, to be specific. So with Drew and Jet and Bear, we try to have really intentional playtime. And that's hard because they're all different ages and kind of in different developmental kind of phases of life. I love with KiwiCo that each month we get boxes specific to their ages and kind of like the activity development phase that they're in. So each box, this one's the colorful chemistry set. Um, this has to do with science, but especially with Bear, it can be really hard with a four month old to know like how to interact with him where he needs to be at four months old. And I love in these crates, they actually have cards that say, here are activities or things you can do specific to Bear that will help him identify colors or whatever it is. I love KiwiCo. There's always something new for kids to discover, like learning about the science of ice cream, engineering robots, or doing science experiments, which our kids have loved yes. recently. Sean is currently holding, as she said, the Colorful Chemistry Kit, which has provided hours of entertainment for our kids. They look forward to their new crate every month, and this one kept him really engaged. We got to experiment with mixing oil and water, mixing different colors, and watching how different things react. It was so fun. We basically created our own little chemistry lab with the kids, and we could feel their excitement when they got to play around and mix things together. Plus, it barely made a mess, so it was really quick to clean up and to use again another day. It can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children engaged, challenged, and off their screens, but KiwiCo does the work for you, so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. Redefine learning with play. Explore projects that build confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month of any crate at KiwiCo.com when you use code COUPLE. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com. Promo code COUPLE. You know, one of our hopes for when people watch our videos is that they see, like you said, the essence is just that we love each other. Making it more positive as it is another part of it. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Couple Things. With Sean and Andrew. A podcast all about couples. And the things they go through. Today, we have Squirmy and Grubs. That's right. Shane and Hannah Burkaw. You've probably seen them on Instagram. I hope you've seen them on, on YouTube. But let me just read you their YouTube description. Uh, they say that one of us has a severe muscle-wasting disease and uses a wheelchair. The other one of us doesn't. Uh, Shane has a disability that plays a huge role in their relationship and they make content all about what their relationship is like. So they got married last September in September of 2020, mm -hmm. uh, have been dating for years and really their mission is to show that their relationship isn't that much different at the end of the day. And no. that's what we discuss. And that we all have our things that we deal with and how it relates back to your marriage and your relationship. We actually were taught a new term which was interable that's right um that's what they described their relationship as and they truly just they enlightened us to so many new things and perspectives that i think are really important when it comes to relationships yeah and i just want to give a reminder uh we've had discussions like this previously like with the glennon and abby interview mm -hmm. we come into these conversations not instructing or not trying to shove any you know, concept or our way of thinking down your throat or anybody else's, mm -hmm. uh, we're not trying to force any of that. Uh, and so this conversation we come in, I hope it comes off as humility because we definitely had a thing or two taught to us. Uh, we, we definitely made some, uh, errors in how we spoke and the terms that we used and, um, kind of our thinking. And so we wanted to share the episode to, to say that, Hey, you know what? That's okay. Mm -hmm. And if you do approach it with a learning attitude, I think, uh, and you have, you're fortunate to have someone like Shane and Hannah there to walk you through and show you the other side of, Hey, you know, actually this isn't the term you want to use. You should use enabled or actually you shouldn't feel bad for us or, you know, even necessarily get inspired by us, mm -hmm. uh, because X, Y, and Z. So we talk about a lot of different mm -hmm. things. Also, they're one of the funniest couples we've had <laughs> on are. the show. So this is how they are on the YouTube channel. This is how they were with us. Like you will be laughing in this episode. So we're excited to hear your feedback. Um, and if you want to find out more about Shane and Hannah, we'll link their information down below. Uh, Shane's written several books. They're working on one together. One of his books is called Laughing at My Nightmare, which yes. uh, we we have fun with because <laughs> he names a lot of things that. He, d he does. <laughs> but 
And so let's, I want to get to the comment of the week. And last week we had the lions on and Julie border says that she loved this interview and would really like to see them back again. She's read rhythms of renewal, uh, which is Rebecca mm-hmm. Lyons book. And it's so thought provoking and applicable. They both have great wisdom, which honestly I am full in agreement with. Absolutely. They, they preach some great stuff. So if you haven't heard that episode, please go back and listen. That's right. And before we get into it, please subscribe to the show and give it a rating. Without further ado, we bring you Shane and Hannah Burkaw. Shane and Hannah, absolute pleasure to have you with us. How are you today? If you know me, you know I love cereal. Our whole family does. And growing up, cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid. But now that I'm older, I know it's important to watch out for empty carbs and extra sugar. So I took a little break there from eating so much cereal. But now I've tried Magic Spoon. And Magic Spoon has classic flavors and the crunch you love, but it has way less sugar and it's high in protein. We love Magic Spoon in the East household. I always get the variety pack. It has four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. This pack has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and four to five grams of net carbs with only 140 calories per serving. It's high protein, has zero grams of sugar. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, and soy free. It's pretty wild to think a cereal can be high in protein and low carb and still taste delicious, but it does. I love eating a bowl of the fruity flavor after a workout for some extra protein. And Sean here loves the cocoa flavor as a snack before bed. We think everyone should try Magic Spoon and taste the difference themselves. Go to magicspoon.com slash eastfam to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code eastfam at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, start the new year off right with a delicious bowl of high-protein cereal at magicspoon.com slash eastfam. And use our code eastfam to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. We are good. Thank you so much for having us. We're so excited to have you on the show, and it's been Quite literally, months in the making. Uh, it worked out well. I think we started talking and trying to schedule this before you got married, potentially. And now you're married. You've been through it. You guys are like vets at the whole thing. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we have way more to talk about now, now that we've delayed for <laughs> yes. like six months. <laughs> Wait, so the big question is, how is marriage so far? Terrible. Oh Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's amazing. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm speaking for myself here. Don't want to put words in your mouth, either, but we've been loving it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's start with how did you guys meet? We always get, we have to get everyone's story. Absolutely. Yeah. You want to take that one? Sure. Uh, so we met a little over five years ago now, and I was a freshman in college. Shane was, he had just graduated from college. He was in Pennsylvania. I was in Minnesota, far apart. And I, I guess I'll go into like details. So I was, I was yes. up late one night studying. Uh, this is like the full story. And <laughs> this, I, is, this is not the version that most people get. This is not like the short <laughs> okay. version. Well, uh, but I was I'm up honored. late studying and I was, I was done studying. It was like very late. And I was on YouTube taking a break basically before I went to bed. And I watched a video that one of my favorite actors from the office, Rain Wilson made on his YouTube channel. And it was like a mini documentary about Shane and like the nonprofit that he ran and the book he had written. It was just like a little mini documentary. Um, It linked to the blog that he had. And I think I like went over to that after the video and read it for like an hour. And I was like, wow, I really feel like we would get along. Um, and I think because it was like so late at night and I was tired and delirious because this is so out of, out of character for me, I sent him an email being like, I just saw this video, you know, great, great, you know, job, great work you're doing. I mean, it was, it was a really cute email. It was just introducing myself. I was like, I'm Hannah and I like this video, uh, (laughs) in a couple more words, but I, I sent that. And like completely forgot about it. But the time I woke up in the morning, like that, I did not remember this happening. But Shane had responded at like 6 a.m. <laughs> like the second he woke up, he responded to this email and he sent his phone number. So we started texting wow. that Rich, day. You know, hearing that now sounds like I was extremely desperate. Like I, I, to say, I have one email from a girl and I was like, hello, here's <laughs> And then, I mean, this sounds terrible, but like, 
at that point in my life, I was getting a lot of emails from people all over the world. Who had seen that seeing video. Seeing that yeah. video and, you know, writing nice emails to me. And I promise you, I did not give out my phone number <laughs> to all of them. Okay. Uh, something about the email just, like, made me need to know Hannah. Like, our sense of humor, our interests just connected really well. And so, you know, I, I joke that, like, sending my number was weird, but I'm so happy I did because yeah. we got along really well. Yeah, both of us were, yeah. you know. Uh, and then we started FaceTiming like the next day. And I think I visited Pennsylvania for the first time two months later. The whole timeline it was really quick without details feels really weird, but in the, flying across the country, in the, in the moment, it felt like very normal. And by the time like May came around, like three months later, yeah. when she visited for the first time, we were like, we can't go another minute without being together in person. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we met. Yep. It is, it is. Well, do you consider that kind of what, like a booty call email to a certain <laughs> extent? Is that like a late night? In pretty much I guess, yeah. <laughs> late at night. Well, I mean, it just filled yeah. with compliments. <laughs> yeah. That's great. It is so interesting when you, when you go back over like your love story and how you first met. Sean and I are the same way. You start talking about the details. You're like, yeah, that's a little weird. But in the moment, (laughs) in the moment, it was like, great. It just, you know, it was like a a form of expressing love or whatever it is. I basically did the same exact thing, Hannah. I sent him a tweet. For the birthday? Right? No, from LA. Oh, yeah, you tweeted at me. I tweeted at him. (laughs) And I was like, you should come to LA because I was living in LA. And I sent it at like midnight. And he was on a plane the next morning. (laughs) Which seems... Creepy. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's better than the phone number. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It worked anyway. out though. It worked out. Anyway. Okay, so you mentioned sense of humor being like the first thing that really got you interested in each other. And that's honestly, I'm sure you have a lot of wise words to share with us today, but based off of what we've seen in your YouTube channel, both of you have such a fantastic sense of humor. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like salty. You're like very honest <laughs> and like, just like sarcastic with each other to some degree. It's great though. Yeah, yeah. I think that, I mean, we get a lot of comments from people who are like new to our channel that don't quite get the humor yet. And like, if you watch videos, pretty much our humor is making fun of each other. Yeah. Like you said, very sarcastic very dry yeah. we get these comments from people who are like why are they so mean to each other yeah. like do, uh. they, do they hate each other <laughs> what's going on here but for us it's a form of love you know to be able to make those jokes and know that we're kidding and know that we're making each other laugh yeah, um, yeah. it's always been a way that we've connected shane humor seems to be an important thing to you you wrote a book uh called laughing at my nightmare you also have a foundation called laughing at my nightmare what is explain the the inspiration behind that so yeah everything i do i name laughing at my nightmare (laughs) i'm afraid i'm afraid that when we have a kid i'm gonna be like maybe we should name (laughs) uh um the blog Laughing at My Nightmare came first back in 2011, back when blogging was all the rage. Um, And I just wanted to share funny, ridiculous stories from my life. People have always assumed that my life is a tragedy because I live with a disability, um, which is a problem and i wanted to show a different picture um a more authentic picture of living with a disability and that is that my life is full of laughter and adventure and love and and so i i made the title laughing at my nightmare kind of as a play on on that idea that you know it, people think it's a nightmare but i'm laughing at it i'm having fun and uh, it's not a nightmare if you get to know me. So yeah, that, that kind of led to everything that happened after that, the book, the nonprofit, as the blog took off in ways that I never imagined. <laughs> That's cool. I mean, it is, uh, it's like humbling, I think is the word that mm-hmm. comes to mind where 
Every, we should all have a, a better sense of humor, you know, mm-hmm. as we as we approach life, no matter what we're doing. It's how I feel. I agree. Yeah, I, I think that you know people often like to compare their lives and say like, oh, like he has it so bad, like I should never be upset, and that is sure. not at all the message that uh, you know I want people to take away because we all have challenges. I have days where I'm pissed off at the world, uh, you know, or angry or upset. And that's normal. Like, we should embrace that side of being alive. But, yeah, I think if you're able to reframe your adversity in a funny way, it can be really helpful. Yeah. I appreciate you setting me straight there. Um, (laughs) Only a little bit. Only a little bit. (laughs) Okay. So what was it? You had the email. You flew across the country. Walk us through the timeline from from there on out. (laughs) The Ooh. dreaded timeline. The timeline, yeah. So- <laughs> you should tell about our first date, my amazing uh, gas station date. That that date? Well, that was the first. <laughs> yes, wasn't yeah, it? I want to hear about the gas the station day here. Yeah. Oh my god, I thought you meant the beer drive-through. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, the gas station. Okay, yeah, sure. Both sound so amazing. I fly to <laughs> I fly to Pennsylvania in May. And uh, first of all, Shane was 45 minutes late picking me up at the what? airport. You don't have to say that. You literally don't. I do that. because Shane. I was terrified to, like, I was afraid that, like, if we didn't get along, I'm all of a sudden, like, yeah. stuck in Pennsylvania. I was there for, like, three days, so it would have been okay. But, like, three days with someone that I didn't like, you know, I was, like, going through all these scenarios or, you know, if, like, his parents were weird when I met, you know, like, all these, you know, anxieties about doing this trip. I blame Philadelphia traffic. Not my fault. Yeah, and you are notoriously <laughs> early. You know, in every other scenario, Shane has always been early. So it, it was not poor planning. I think you left like an hour in advance. And- I, yeah, I probably intended to be there like five hours ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't work out. So I was I was left at the airport for 45 minutes, like worrying that he's just not even gonna come, all this stuff. Imagine if I catfished you. Um, and just <laughs> at the airport. That was that would be an epic catfish. Uh- you know, like the, the documentary is out there. I the would book. know because <laughs> I would know who you are. But um, so Shane eventually picked me up, and our first date, I think it was next morning, because I got in pretty late. Um, <laughs> he decided we were gonna do a picnic. Like, okay, that's that's nice. Um, but instead of getting like cute picnic items, he took me to a gas station. Wawa. It was a Wawa. Yeah. A Wawa not gas a, station. Not a gas station. We don't have those in Minnesota. Yeah. But it's more than a gas station. It's everything. It's we didn't thing. have those in Iowa either. <laughs> so people always talk about it. And I was like, what's the big rage? Uh-huh. We're crazy about it. It, it just seems like a gas station to me, but we go in and like, <laughs> get, like he got a burrito bowl a and burrito. A, a burrito bowl. And I got like a vegetable, like sandwich it was just like really strange food you know all at this gas station um and then we took it to a park that didn't really go well either Do you no. wanna, like we weren't in the right area yeah we so it was a part that i'd never been to but i was pretending like i knew it very well i was like <laughs> yeah i have this romantic spot it'll be great we we're like there and i i did not find the romantic area that i had in my mind's eye from like doodling it um there were so, supposed to be like picnic tables and like a, a river. Like a it was river, supposed to yeah. be really pretty. But I'm playing it off like I know what's going on. So <laughs> we're wandering, we're wandering through this field and we like come up to a house. <laughs> and I'm like, shit, this is not this is not the right area. But I, I, I still didn't want to like give up that I didn't know what I was doing. So I was like, this is it. Like we're gonna have our picnic right here. So we put out a blanket in what may have been someone's backyard. It was just and, someone's yard. And we began eating, and then on our way out, as we were leaving, mm-hmm. we saw the entrance. Saw the entrance it was down the, the road. We were not at the park. Are you serious? Not even close. Yeah. <laughs> it was no. <laughs> it was so fun, though. Yeah, it was a good picnic. Yeah. And I, I bet the people that what? lived there, I bet that they enjoyed our nice little date <laughs> in their backyard. <laughs> oh man so this was the first date you stayed for the three days because you ended up hitting it off Mm -hmm. and then you dated for four years before you got engaged yeah uh i think three so we dated two years two years long distance and then shane moved to minnesota and then six months after that is when you proposed wait yeah 
No, a year and no, a half. No, a year and a half. Because I he he proposed the day I graduated from college. So he moved in during my junior year, and then like a year and a half later, he proposed. So yeah, it was like three and a half years, I think. So Shane, another book you've written, written three books. Yes. Okay. Was uh, titled "Not So Different: What You Really Want to Ask Someone with a Disability," and uh, you know, I'm curious as the dating and relationship was was growing. Can you talk about? There are so many misconceptions people speak wrong about disabilities as, as I was, you know, just made well aware. And, uh, well, no, I, and and I actually want to discuss this, but I'm curious from the relationship standpoint, what resistance was met maybe from your side, Hannah or your Shane either. Do you, yeah, do you want to talk about your parents? Yeah. Um, people ask that a lot and Shane in previous relationships has had, uh, great difficulties with his partner's parents. Basically. Yeah. Like I flat out had parents of partners say, this is bad for you. Don't do this. And that mm. obviously puts a bit of a damper on the relationship. Um, <laughs> and so that always kind of signaled the end when that would happen. Yeah. But anyway, Hannah's family was so much the opposite of that. Anyway, I didn't mean to take it. No, no, I mean, that's really it. You you sort of said it all, but my parents, I think their initial, when I told my mom, you know, about Shane, uh, her initial worry was that I was like, I met a man online that lives in Pennsylvania. I'm going to like fly there and meet him. And she's like, oh my God, like, no, you're not. She's like, you're going to get murdered. Yeah, and I was in college, (laughs) like I was 19 and, you know, she didn't want that to happen. So uh, that was her initial fear. Um, but after she like FaceTimed with Shane and very quickly, like they got along and yeah, and they had no issues with his disability. So I think when you speak about misconceptions, uh, we see it every day on our YouTube channel in the comments that people leave. There is this big idea that my life is a huge burden and that mm-hmm. being with yeah. me, being with me as my partner would mean, you know, that you're burdened and that your life is terrible or difficult. Um, am I explaining that correctly? Yeah. I, that's not true. I am mostly independent and capable on my own throughout the day. I work, I have multiple careers. I've figured out how to do my life. You know what I mean? And yeah, I require physical assistance with like going to the bathroom and like getting in and out of bed. Um, mm. But those things are not the massive, overwhelming kind of like hurdle that people think they are. Yeah. They're just ingrained in our day. Um, maybe you can speak to that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right? exactly. Like when, when we're, you know, getting dressed in the morning and I'm helping Shane, we're talking about what we're going to have for breakfast or what we're doing that day. And like, it's not, you know, two separate relationships where like in, in some ways I'm his wife and then in other ways, I'm his caregiver and nothing else. Like it's just, you know, one smoothless yeah. relationship. You know, people ask like where we draw the line between caregiving and a relationship and like right. don't have one, you know, it's just, you know, our relationship is what it is. So, yeah. So I don't know if that answered your question, yeah. but <laughs> that's good. I'm, I'm curious what lessons we can learn from your mom, Hannah, of, you know, there's other partners, parents who say, Hey, this is going to be, Are you frustrated with buying your kids clothes and having them grow out of them literally within a week? I know I am. Then you need to check out Posh Peanut. I love this brand. Their clothes are amazing quality and made from viscose from bamboo. So they stretch with your kid as they grow and are four times stretchier than cotton. They have different designs you can pick from like Barbie, Flowers, Disney, and Hot Wheels. So we let our kids pick out which ones they wanted. And of course, Drew picked the pattern with Disney princesses. Oh, yes. She loves her Disney princess pajamas. Plus, I swear their clothes get even softer the more you wash them, which usually doesn't happen with kids' clothes. I also love that their clothes are chemical-free, which means they're delicate enough for babies with sensitive skin, which is something we've been paying attention to for Bear. Posh Peanut is made for infants and kids, but they also have sizes for moms and dads if you want the whole family to match. Let's be honest. Every family has done a matching moment. And if you're not a parent, consider this a perfect gift idea. For real, you guys. We love this brand, and they're loved by over a million parents. Check them out. Right now, Posh Peanut is offering our listeners 20% off your first order with promo code EASTFAM. Go to poshpeanut.com eastfam 
and use promo code EastFam for 20% off your first order. Difficult, and I don't know if that's the route you want to pursue, but why do you feel like your parents and your perspective were different? Because that's what I, I, I want. I want more of that. I mm-hmm. wish that I, I wish I had like a really amazing answer for that. I think they're they're open-minded. The, yeah. The mm-hmm. tendency to shut down, you know, as my other partner's parents have done, is based on a lack of experience and a lack of willingness to see what it might be like. Yeah. You know, they made judgments before getting to know me, getting to see what our mm-hmm. relationship dynamic would be like. Mm-hmm. And they just shut it down based on the stereotypes of disability, that we are a burden, that our lives are miserable and terrible. And also, like, I'm I'm fairly opinionated. <laughs> Uh, And I don't like, even if my parents had had, you know, the fleeting thought of like, oh, I wonder if this is a good idea. I don't think they would have approached me with that because they knew that I was happy and excited. And like, I I think that they trusted me to make, you know, the best decisions for me and, you know, wouldn't have. Yeah. Like you run a child. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, they were like, oh, like you think this is good, then it's good. You know, I think they took my word for for what it was, right? Yeah. You know? And then, yeah, well, I mean, and, yeah. No, I was just gonna say, I think you guys truly are the epitome of everything our show is about without us even knowing that before we started talking to you. I feel like every, the reason why we started this podcast was we got tired of reading basically societal standards of what makes a successful relationship. Mm-hmm. And we have talked to so many couples about barriers, basically, whether it be religion or background or upbringing, culture, anything, and how they got through it. And I think it's probably wrong because you guys are the epitome of relationship where you fell in love and you decided to not listen to all the dumb stuff that society says and following their checklist of make sure you find a partner who's X, Y, and Z. And it's hard and sad to notice that society would say, oh, but but what's actually going on? You know, why why is this actually working? You must, like you said in interview or in YouTube videos before, you must be the nurse or you must like you must have your that I think it's wrong. It's how do you how did you approach dating with society, with your friends, with the community? How'd you approach marriage? And why do you think it is that we all have such this preconceived notion that if my spouse doesn't fit, you know, Prince Charming and Cinderella, they're not, they're not worth the time. Yeah. That's a big question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My first like thought that comes to mind is that it was way, way easier before YouTube. Yeah. Um, I was so, going to say that too. Yeah. Right. We, we dated for three years before YouTube was even an idea mm-hmm. or two and a half years. I can't remember. I don't know. Yeah, two time. Years. But um, without that level of public scrutiny, um, it wasn't something we talked about a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Like we weren't worried about conforming to anything when we were out in public like yeah here and there people would be awkward Mm -hmm. and you know we've had people come up and like you know ask is this your sister and I say no and they begin to cry like when they find out that she's my girlfriend Mm. um so that's weird but it wasn't a big deal it wasn't until YouTube came about that Mm -hmm. people began like real overwhelmingly like telling us that this is wrong and looking, fake. Or yeah. looking for yeah conspiracies because they just could not accept it. And we see it at literally hundreds of times a day. And th- th- just the absurd number of people who think that way is scary. Um, but uh, you asked like how we approach it. It is motivation because mm-hmm. all those people are real people out there in the world holding these awful ideas about disability and relationships and gender norms and all this stuff. And we hope that by making videos, we can change a few of those uh, opinions and like Mm -hmm. make people a little bit more open-minded. Yeah. Um, So it motivates us. 
if you read through the comments that we get, it becomes very clear very quickly that the people who are spewing such awful things clearly have some stuff that they've yeah. got to work on. Uh, you know, doubts about themselves, fears, insecurities. Yeah, but, but we get really annoyed or like angry about the comments. Something that can be helpful is, and it sounds so simple, but reminding ourselves that all these people are just wrong. Yeah. Like if mm-hmm. if if it was true that I was paying Hannah <laughs> to be with me for <laughs> YouTube clout and you know our this <laughs> life that we've built over five years is all fake. Yeah. Then the comments might be like, oh shit, let me uh what <laughs> they're on to us. But they're all just wrong. Yeah. And that sucks, you know, and it exposes their their ignorance but they're wrong yeah and so that can be really helpful in dealing with it real quick today's show is youtube channel you guys do so, uh, some of the videos you do are like you know how how does shane take a shower and uh moving and like you you show how you what, what'd you say i said that's like 90 percent of the videos <laughs> a lot of showers. How shane showers yeah it does really well <laughs> Well, <laughs> you've also talked about how you've outfit your home to uh, be accessible, like wheelchair accessible. What is the mission behind the YouTube channel um, and, and why did you start it? Those are like two very different things. So I think we started okay. it uh, as a summer project, really. It was I, a little hobby. Yeah, it was after my junior year of college. Shane had just moved in th- six months before and we were doing some traveling that summer And I had like pretty much nothing to do. You know, we had some trips coming up, but I didn't have a job or anything. We were going to be traveling and we thought it would be really fun to film those trips and upload them basically for like our family members to like send it to Shane's parents and be like, look where we are. Um, It was a little bit dorky. It was really dorky. It was was just for that. Uh, And at that time, Shane had followers on Instagram from his book and it wasn't a ton. It was like maybe 10,000 people. And we were like, oh, maybe they'll watch it. Um, so I think he posted it there. And after six months, we had gotten to 4,000 subscribers, which we thought was like wow. nobody would ever get. We were like, wow, that's, this that's a ton amazing. of people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were starting. Uh, the awkward pause. Around, when was it? That was d- December. I can keep going if, you were, if you're unclear of the timeline. I, I mean, the timeline is not my show. It's not. You can keep going. You're doing great. Okay. And in fact, I'm going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Six months later was in December and we did a collaboration with special books by special kids. He came and like filmed uh, a video about our relationship basically. And from that, a bunch of people went to our channel. um, And he had like 2 million followers. Yeah. He had a ton of followers and um, they like subscribed to our channel, watched the videos. And then that like boosted us into the algorithm. And over Mm -hmm. the next month we got up to like a hundred thousand subscribers crazy and literally just that month yeah that was a surreal month yeah and that leads into the the second part of like what the mission is because all of a sudden we had this very large and serious audience Mm -hmm. and we had to make a choice like are we going to continue this as like a very small side project or are we going to be more serious about it yeah Um, because at that point we were mostly making like dumb little videos about like you know it's embarrassing to watch our earliest <laughs> videos they're just like random things that we filmed i know it's like i scrolled back that first thumbnail i'm not her- sure who was responsible for it but classic the, the purple ba- <laughs> it was great what, what is it what's the first one it's like a purple background uh a hot pink background with like a kind of like dis- distorted picture and it says a vlog question mark <laughs> anyway are you uh, great. making fun of my photoshop skills <laughs> no my bad <laughs> uh, so but it, in the videos it's like a clip of you know shane making a joke about something and then it'll just cut to like me rolling off the bed like it's just like bizarre clips that we put together that have no there's, there's no not, message. Yeah, there's no message. There's it's no just message. things that we yeah. like, this is funny, and it's it's really, it's not that funny. And so after that big interview that we did, we had a lot of conversations and decided that this would be a great way to 
educate people. Well, because in those first, in that month, we got a lot of comments from people who had found the video being like, this is fake. And at that point we were like shocked by people thinking that we were fake. We could not believe it. Yeah. We were (laughs) devastated. We were like fake. Like, what does that even mean? Um, And obviously now we, we hear that a lot, but I think at that point we could not believe what people were saying and that sort of made us want to prove them wrong. Yeah. it, It completely devalues me as a person yeah Uh, you know I have no worth as a partner and Hannah is seen as you know evil 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 or like messed up in some way yeah from what Mm. I'm getting so like it was hurtful so in that like month after that big game in subscribers we decided that our channel would be about normalizing what our life is like and showing people Mm. that you can have a very normal relationship where one member has a disability like mine yeah so that is our broad mission we still do like stupid videos but um (laughs) we we try to have some like messaging here and there yeah (laughs) yeah you guys are working on a book as well together we are we are yeah for a while spill the tea it's been a long time we're still going yeah (laughs) So we started working on the book after I got like two years ago, probably. Yeah, we got the deal like two years ago. Yeah. And it was a little bit delayed because of the pandemic because we had originally been traveling around interviewing couples. Um, and now we've done some over Zoom, but basically we're interviewing about 30 other interabled couples where one or both have a disability of some kind. Mm. Um, and each chapter is sort of a you know a profile of that couple and their love story mixed in with some chapters about us. Yeah. So it's been really fun to work on that, but definitely a, a huge undertaking. Yeah, because we're trying to like be really authentic, obviously. We're trying to continue to educate and normalize people about yeah. disability and tell these really adorable love stories. So it's a lot to yeah. be done in one chapter. Yeah. Um, but it's like Hannah hey, said, been a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, can I guess the title? Is it laughing at my nightmare? <laughs> I tried, I tried for that. The publisher was like, the publisher was like, well, keep that in mind. Maybe. <laughs> no, right oh, now the uh, tentative title is Interabled Colon. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt with like the quality and the fit is near impossible. I told you guys that I found skims while I was pregnant and now postpartum, I found the best nursing bra known to mankind from skims. Well, they've outdone themselves again because they now have the perfect t-shirt, especially postpartum with a changing body. I can guarantee you, you won't find a t-shirt like it. I love also that Skims has a fit for everyone from the long t-shirts to the cropped. They truly have like sizes and qualities and styles for every single thing you could want. So the cotton jersey t-shirt is the one that I'm talking about. It is an absolute staple. I feel like I'm reaching for it literally every day, especially nursing with bear. It's breathable and soft, and it somehow gets even softer and still holds its shape after every wash. If I could only recommend two of the Skims t-shirts, I would say the cotton jersey t-shirt, which I have in mineral, or the boyfriend t-shirt, literally in any color, are probably my two favorite t-shirts that they make. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. After you place your order, select podcast in the drop-down menu, select couple things to let them know we sent you. Have a good one love stories yeah so nice yeah. colon like the the body part like the body part yeah <laughs> oh okay <laughs> no that was a terrible joke sorry yeah, I, really I should bad. retire from making jokes permanently yeah all right i don't want to get too philosophical but i'm curious um we've kind of touched on this a little bit but when you speak about your relationship it is cool because on the one hand it's just a normal relationship like the essence is hannah loves shane shane loves hannah but it's also cool because you know if if a relationship has a spectrum of you know a a hundred different qualities to it Mm -hmm. yours maybe on the spectrum of like uh physical difficulties would be a little more amplified than say sean or i right Mm -hmm. whereas you guys are both way smarter you have more of that than say sean or i as well (laughs) so again a bunch of different qualities but how do you (laughs) like when you talk about normalizing your relationship, mm-hmm. part of that process is in that conversation, highlighting some differences, you know? Mm-hmm. So how do we, how do we talk about the differences? And this goes for Shane and Hannah. It goes for all the different, you know, uh, conversations going on in society right now. 
But how do you talk about the differences without amplifying them and making that the important part as opposed to, hey, no, you know what? Shane is a hilarious dude. And that's his essence. And Shane and Hannah's relationship is just a normal marriage. Mm-hmm. And that's the essence. But getting there is the hard part, you know? Yeah. I think that's interesting. That's a great question. Yeah. It's nuanced. So I don't know if yeah. we'll be able to give like a perfect answer. Um, I mean, first of all, I think she's got it. Just <laughs> I freaking <laughs> love this. <laughs> I love this. She did, to, she did tell me I don't know what I'm saying. I'm going to try like, yeah, he's gonna fail right talk here. about this. <clears throat> this is really complicated, but I think, you know, one of our hopes for when people watch our videos is that they see that like you said the essence is just that we love each other Mm -hmm. you know that's like our hope number one and they're like wow you know this seems really normal like normalizing whatever but i think the other part is showing those physical difficulties or differences and and all of that and you know instead of like highlighting that and making that different trying to expand or bad or bad yeah Yeah. making i meant Mm. bad not making it different it is different um Mm. but trying to expand people's view of like what that spectrum should be right. Trying to expand people's view of like, what is normal. And instead of saying, you know, we're super different for, for Shane having a disability saying like lots Mm. of people have disabilities. There's lots of couples like us, like you may not see it a ton, you know, our essence is the same. You know, I think like showing those, those differences and just trying to make people realize that like that is also normal, you know, it's, it's so hard to to talk about. I, I agree completely. I think that if the representation of disability was at the same level of non-disabled people. Yeah. We wouldn't even be having this conversation. Yeah. Because we would be no different than any other couple in the eyes of society. I think going back to what you said about showing that difference is not bad is another big part of it. We talk about our differences in a positive way because they are a positive part of our life most of the time. And that is an important and missing part of the conversation. Often people will say, oh, he can't walk. That's so sad. Mm. But what if we said he can't walk? So what? Like <laughs> he uses a chair. And so yeah. like, making it more positive as it is another part of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's so interesting though, because when people say that's so sad, it does come from a place, it, it comes from a well-meaning place to a certain degree, Definitely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. But then. No. <laughs> oh, she's got it, Shane. Hold on. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just gonna say it comes back to that original misconception of unless you're perfect, it's like it's not worth it. It's that societal standard that is just so flawed that people feel like they mean well saying, Oh, it's so sad you can't walk. Mm-hmm. But that's just because society is saying unless you're able to walk you like that's what makes you worthy yeah exactly exactly. And how do you how do you go about rewiring the world and saying no you are a human being and just by being a human being you're worthy everything else is just unique character yeah i think if you figure out the answer to that question yeah you (laughs) will solve all the world's problems good Uh, good i'll work on it in my my spare time another thing that we try to show in videos that people don't usually have the perspective of unless they know someone that maybe uses a wheelchair or whatever. Like when we are traveling, we'll show that the airplane isn't accessible and it makes it really difficult for us. Or when we're out in public and, you know, we're going on a walk and we get to a store that doesn't have a a ramp, there's a step, like we can't go inside. And I think like flipping the narrative from, you know, Shane can't walk and that's so sad to this place isn't accessible and that's so sad, you know, showing Mm -hmm. people that like Shane is not the problem here. Like if there was a ramp, we would be good to go. Or, you know, if this Mm -hmm. airplane was accessible, we would be, you know, this would be way easier. I think Mm -hmm. showing people, you know, that there are things that we can literally fix besides Shane (laughs) that would make a huge difference is helpful because like before I, you know, knew Shane, I I wasn't thinking about that stuff at all. Hannah was a sociology major. I don't know if you can tell. This is sounding very uh, sociological, but she's yeah. right. I mean, she's right, dead on. I I don't know. I it's, I'm kind of hung up on it because I you are inspirational, and it is because there's a difference between you and I. And I but just like I mean, it's in the same sense of of me being inspired by anybody else. It's like oh, because they live life a certain way, or because they've over like approached uh, adversity in a certain way. Uh-huh. And you have to point to the the difference in order to glean that to a certain i don't know but i also think 
you see inspiration because you see this might be a weird word to use, but like freedom, you you guys live so free of the barriers that usually people put on themselves in relationship. Mm. Does that make sense? Because if someone were to like those those people, those keyboard trolls on YouTube who are always saying, oh, it must be fake or they're they're so bound by living by society's judgments that they're they're so restricted so i think the inspiration for us in seeing your guys's relationship is like wow mm -hmm. you guys have truly just figured out what love is and you don't care about like the world's crap which is really refreshing <laughs> because we talk to so many people who do and it it i think our goal in life is to just not care and live our life and do it the way we all want. I want to hear what Shane has to say. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sean and I have been open about our journey with marriage counseling, and it's been really helpful for us. We all carry around different stressors, both big and small, and it's important to sort those out so they don't affect your relationship. I agree. And therapy is such a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. We've been meeting with the therapist individually and as a couple, and it's been a great way to sort through any stressors in the week and have better communication about how we're feeling, which is hard to do when you're busy with kids. BetterHelp is an incredible option if you're thinking of giving therapy a try. It's all online, so it's convenient and flexible with your schedule. It's also nice that you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, so you make sure it's a good fit for you. We would highly recommend trying it out. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash EastFam today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash EastFam. <laughs> I, I mean, the idea of inspiration is a it's a big subject in the disability community um okay. because it, it's a huge subject i don't want to like belabor it too much but for a long long time the narrative was often you know there's a poster that shows a kid in a wheelchair playing with his friends and the okay. quote is if he can do it so can you Okay. And that that sets up an immediate hierarchy of value uh, of yeah value because uh. this disabled kid in the eyes of the you know inspired viewer shouldn't be playing with his friends. His life should be hard and different enough that he shouldn't have mm. friends. He shouldn't be happy, but he is. So wow, that's amazing. In reality. Disabled kids all over the world are out there with friends and in school, having fun, having a good time. But we don't hear that story. We hear, oh, that's amazing when they're able to do that. Um, and that devalues us. So I think that is where the problem with inspiration comes yeah. in. Like when it's, you know, applauding me for being out at the grocery store, which happens all the time. People come up to me and they're like, it is so good to see you out in the world. Like, congratulations. Or we went to the beach one time and a, a woman came up to, uh, it was actually, my mom was there also. And we were like filming, my mom was filming us. And uh, a woman came up to her and said, it is so kind of you to take him here. I bet he's having the best day of his life. Like, uh, you know, really think that like, you know, Shane being at the beach is like the most amazing thing ever. And so yeah. going back to what you said, like, you're right. Like you, you can draw inspiration from a disabled person as you can anyone else who, anyone. Is, mm -hmm. who is doing inspiring things. And yeah, like I am doing them differently and maybe in, in ways that you haven't experienced because you are not disabled. Um, sure. like I get that. It's just, you know, there's a fine line between drawing inspiration for not inspiring things mm -hmm. versus yeah. like actually like i love when people are inspired by my work as an author or work on youtube because it's a lot of hard work and like yeah we've persevered and like yeah it sucks facing all that criticism so yeah be inspired by that but not by the fact that i woke up smiling today you know because <laughs> my life isn't bad <laughs> no that's good i, I obviously you know i've uh, I personally have a long way to go. Here's, here's what I know. I am super thankful for you both as a couple, mm -hmm. because one, all the great videos, books, 
all titled laughing at my nightmare <laughs> that you put out. Um, but also like, so the, obviously there, I, I guess maybe ignorance is a word and, um, I don't know, maybe there's something else to that, but to be able to have a conversation and actually I, I feel like progress people's perspectives as opposed to attack in the way that they might be attacking you. Honestly, it's, it, it does a lot of, it makes me introspective and it makes like, Oh, how, what is the right way to talk about, you know, yeah. this relationship or how, what words should we use or not use? Yeah. Which speaking of that, can you talk about some helpful language? So inner ability was one of the terms. Is inter, that right? Yeah. Interabled. Yeah. Interable. That one is, I don't know, we use that more just to like quickly describe to people what we are. Mm-hmm. Like it works okay. all for titles, um, yeah. like on YouTube so that people immediately know what they're about to watch. Yeah. But we, when we yeah. like talk to our friends and family, we're not like, we are interabled. <laughs> uh, you know, it's not so good really. So yeah. uh, regarding language though, I prefer identity first language. So I am a disabled man rather than a man with a disability. Um, mm. There's a whole big thing around that and a lot of debate about which is better. better. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, to each their own, basically. Mm-hmm. But um, there is nothing wrong with being disabled. And so mm. you shouldn't shy away from it. Um, words like uh, special needs or what are other ones, differently abled, um, yeah. those are all avoiding the word disability because they believe disability is a bad thing. Yeah. They're trying to find a nicer way to say it, which, you know, yeah. it doesn't need a nicer yeah. way. Well, something that I, I love too, and is that question and how you answered it. Andrew and I have actually had this conversation of, about a lot of different topics, like interracial and interculture and like every type of mixed relationship you could possibly have for whatever the reason. And I feel like kind of like you guys have have touched on, there's just no representation because one, people are afraid to capture it, which is an issue. They shouldn't be. And two, people are afraid to ask or learn because they don't ever want to cross the line or say the wrong thing. Whereas we should be asking the questions, even if they're wrong, we need to be corrected at some point so we can be more educated and learn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Andrew, I give you major props. You've asked a few questions that I think other people may have shied away from, but like the fact that you're being introspective is so important. Like if everyone thought about these issues the way that you are, like it would be a lot easier. Um, So yeah, I think being willing to have difficult conversations and then on our end, have them, you know, with an open heart and not like dismissing people yeah. as evil just because they, you know, use the wrong word or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, again, kudos to you guys. It, it's, it's cool because, you know, this, this is your life that you live each and every mm-hmm. day just as, you know, you don't know what I go through each and every day, but when I come in and try to swoop in and ask about a certain experience that <laughs> I've gauge from a distance based off of just split seconds, mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to make some oversteps. And so I, I do appreciate that patience that, that you have for someone, you know, it's just like, I'm going to make some oversteps and thank you for not getting mad and <laughs> vice versa. Right. Absolutely. So anyway, what are you guys most excited about now that are you, did you do a honeymoon? Not really. No, we no. didn't. No. Just bought a new house. <laughs> not really. No, we did not. Well, we went to Florida. That wasn't really a honeymoon. That wasn't a honeymoon. Yeah. Anyway. What are we okay. doing that? We have like a wedding. Yeah, we're having yeah. I guess. So COVID uh delayed our like real wedding. We got married okay. alone in our backyard yeah. with our officiate over Zoom. Um <laughs> like not at all what we were expecting. Uh-huh. But this uh fall we're having or summer, I guess. Yeah. Uh having like a big gathering with our family and friends. So that would be fun. Yeah. We're at that point right now, though, where we're like, oh, my God, we have to plan this. Well, because we so, weren't sure yeah. it was actually going to happen for so long because yeah. it's been so unknown, you know, what four months yeah. it would look like. So now it's coming up and we've done like nothing. Yeah. So that, that's why we were like, oh, are we Ooh. excited about that? Not excited <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm like, yeah. After that, we're um, yeah. 
yeah, we have some some excited YouTube like ideas in the works for more long term series and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're like developing that. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Is it all in the shower? I hope they're all in the shower. <laughs> Shirtless Shane. It, yeah. It has to- that sounds <laughs> weird. Yeah, that's yeah. sound weird. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make this series for you. Uh, <laughs> private, private videos. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Michael. <laughs> are you? Are we doing YouTube full time now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Let's go. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, with that and like speaking engagements uh, and the book, we're able to yeah. support ourselves. That is awesome. That's really cool. Thank you. I, I don't know about you guys, but our first couple years on YouTube, we wanted to murder each other. Um, <laughs> so if there's any tension there, it will work itself out <laughs> in yeah. time. Yeah. How, how is it working together? <laughs> Tell us yeah. about that. It's been good so it's far. Generally, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. We, we definitely had moments where we have disagreements and we were like oh, right, right, right. i think right. the big disagreements <laughs> they always come from when we're setting up the camera That's, like i don't know why <laughs> but like we'll be getting ready to film the show and i'm like setting the camera up and like i don't know if shane like micromanages but we always manage to get into like an argument about the shot the yeah. shot or like, i don't know like by the time uh, i sit down to film the video i'm like oh you uh-huh so that happens yeah. a couple times but and then there's the other like area that we've had disagreements um, when people are like rude to us, oh, yeah. uh, whether they send an email or you know leave a comment, Hannah is much more inclined to fight with them yeah. and like yeah. fix the way they're thinking. <laughs> and I'm more inclined to be like, whatever, just ignore it. Uh, and yeah. that's caused yes. some some issues. But yeah. we're you know now that we're like three years in, yeah, we're we're pretty you know we get along. Yeah. most of the time <laughs> that's wow. our dynamic too i go after him and he's like just leave it it's <laughs> fine <laughs> the big question oh, okay. you guys are officially married you've been married nine months now yeah, yeah. Nine, i think nine is it nine yeah okay well, you, you know better than we do yeah september <laughs> okay. what was the anniversary september september night oh yeah wow so it has been it's been like nine months oh my god yeah. Jeez. So married nine months together, five years. Yes. The big question we ask every single person is within your relationship, within the time you've been together and how you've known each other, and especially with you guys living such a public life with all people's opinions, if you could take away one thing, the one piece of advice you would either give or have been given that you would like to repeat about you, relationships. You did not ace that question. I know. <laughs> okay. What's the one piece of advice you've been given or would give based off your experience being married? <laughs> I try. I love I you. Try. I love you. <laughs> I doubt it. I understood it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll talk slow so you can think of yours. Well, I don't, what depends on what yours is. I didn't mind would be to remember that you are a team first and that everything that you do it should be supporting each other over everything else Mm -hmm. um when when you're facing adversity or you know you're planning a wedding and you hit obstacles or whatever um it can be easy to get annoyed or angry at each other um you know because we're two different people with two different views of the world but we're combining those to be a team and work together um, to face the challenges that we have. Um, mm. So yeah, I did remember that it's not like both of us kind of independently doing our own thing, but we're a team and we need to work together. Wow. Preach. So good. Yeah. Preach. I don't know if I want to follow that. <laughs> Mine is not that good. <laughs> what is yours? I don't know. I, 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 I'm like, I'm waffling between a couple, but I think, yes, I think one, one, I don't, I don't know if we've been given this or it's just like something that I think is helpful, but people often say, you know, like, don't go to bed angry and like that. I'm sure that works for some people, but I think for us, it's, I think it's been helpful to, you know, take time for arguments. Like if we're having an argument, it's it sounds, okay. Both of these sound like we fight all the time. No. We really don't. <laughs> yeah, like we're a team. <laughs> no, but if, you know, if we're, if we're annoyed at each other or something happened, you know, having a discussion about it at midnight when we're tired and ready to go to bed uh, is not always the most constructive, you know, use of time. So like going to Preach. bed free and 
talking about it in the morning is fine. Is yeah. fine and, and can mm-hmm. be much better. So that's good. That was a little anticlimactic after Shane's, but it's I all know. Right. Shane's it's was just <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> and mine's uh, just like I just yeah. rambled for a while. It didn't make it was sense. wonderful. <laughs> it was really nice. Uh hey, well, I can't thank you enough for the time. And um I, I called dibs on a part two. We'll start working on scheduling now, so maybe you know, next <laughs> yeah. year we can get yeah, the books. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, congrats on everything though. The the new house, the marriage, the killer YouTube channel. You guys are in the a fun phase of life. That they're yeah. working on. Yeah. A lot of fun things. So Thank you. Um, it's been really fun talking about it today. Yeah. And thanks for yeah. having us. We look forward to staying in touch. Thanks, Shannon Hannah. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. All right, real quick for all of those listening out there. We don't ask for a lot of favors, I don't think, babe, do we? No. But we're going to ask you a favor today, all right? If you're listening to Couple Things Podcasts on Apple Podcasts specifically, will you please do us this short, quick favor? We want to make sure you're staying up to date with our show, and Apple's latest iOS update has paused downloads for many listeners. And some of you have expressed our latest episodes aren't being recommended to you on Apple Podcasts anymore. So here's how to make sure you're getting your episode. And again, this is for Apple Podcasts specifically. Open up that podcast app on your iPhone. Search Couple Things and tap Our Shows icon. And then in the top right corner, you might see a plus follow symbol. If you do, tap it to resume following the show. If you get a prompt to, quote, turn on automatic downloads, say yes. That way... You'll get all of the episodes. Thank you so much, guys. We're so glad this update was brought to our attention because we want to make sure we're reaching as many of you as we can. Love y'all, and we really appreciate you doing this.